Welcome to the NutraCast, a production by Nutra Ingredients USA. I'm Danielle Masterson. Thank you for joining me here on the NutraCast, where we talk and share insights from inside the nutrition industry. Over half of adult consumers report they are reaching for functional beverages for energy, sleep support, immune health, and more. My next guest has been instrumental in developing several successful brands, and he joins us now to share some marketing tips for long-term brand success. Right now, I'd like to welcome social strategist and influencer Ben Ricciardi. Hi, Ben, and welcome to the NutraCast. Thanks so much for having me. Thanks for joining me. You were instrumental in developing some big-name brands. You helped launch C4, um, but your background isn't necessarily in health and wellness. So how did you end up in this world? You know, so I started our creative agency called Times 10 about a decade, about 12 years ago. And, you know, the thing for me was if I understood where a brand or a marketing entity was going, I would do our, you know, deep, deep, deep research to really understand the marketplace and whatever the brand was and push as hard as we can to disrupt it. Uh, that was always something super important to us was figuring out how to disrupt a area. And I think we've done a pretty good job in doing that with some of the different brands we've worked with over the years. So you started, you said about 12 years ago, uh, you're a social mm-hmm. media influencer yourself. How has the social media and influencers evolved since then? Well, you know, I'm in a unique space, right? So what happened was, is about a handful of years into starting the agency, I probably had, I don't know, 1,500 followers and was running the agency. And a lot of the pushback I would always get with is like, how do you really know where social media is going? Or, you know, can you show us stuff? And so I made it part of my team's effort to try to figure out, we first actually, as funny as this is, launched my dog's Instagram, which we don't really use anymore. (laughs) But we took my dog and started doing all these funny, fun pictures throughout Los Angeles and throughout Hollywood Boulevard and just started growing my dog's Instagram page. We got it to 100,000 and kind of stopped. Um, That was several years ago. But during it, uh, there was one day I probably had maybe 40 or 50,000 followers uh, at the time and kind of decided to go a little deeper and tell my story. And uh, I don't know if anybody knows this, but I got a pretty, pretty interesting story. When I first moved to Los Angeles, I hit some hard times. I was 21 and I ended up living in my car for about a month because I uh, I made some wrong choices on deciding who and where to live and kind of ran out of money and didn't want to tell anybody back home because nobody thought I should move to LA on a whim. So, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, when I told this story on Instagram, it got shared a lot. And all of a sudden my following started growing and pretty quickly I got over a hundred thousand. And then from there just did more and more of that type of content and then worked on more and more ways to kind of, hacked the algorithm at the time and steadily grew my page over time and um, worked with some great people in the social media space to figure that out. And what I found was if I understood the algorithm and where social and digital is changing platforms, it's really going to help me 
in my daily life, which is running a creative and social agency on how we can do the same thing for brands, for campaigns. And so it's been really, really helpful to be on the inside of working on the influencer space. Also knowing what it's like to have a million followers and how much reach can be affected depending on what you're posting. Yeah, we'll get more into all your followers toward the end of the interview, but let's get into the heart of the interview, which is standing out in the functional beverage category. There's so many out there now. How how do you stand out? What is the key to success? How do you make them stand out on socials, especially? Yeah, you know, the key to everything with these algorithms is that content's moving really, really, really fast. And you have to catch somebody's eye in a pretty distinct way. You know, years and years ago when I was starting this, there was much less on social. There were way less, you know, there were way less brands. There was way less influencers or way less people, you know, kind of rocking from this space. And I think what's happened is because content is so fast, you really don't have much time to steal the narrative. So I can remember when when I posted a commercial for a brand I was working on, their hope was that this commercial was going to kind of catapult them for months. And I told them essentially, like, we maybe have an hour where we can own kind of the space. But before you know it, more brands have posted. So essentially you have to take a much more wide approach that if you're coming up with a campaign you got to be hitting them it's like death by a million paper cuts you got to be hitting them a bunch (laughs) of different ways than just like one grandiose way only okay so do you have any examples you can share with some of the brands that have been able to sort of inflict all these paper cuts in different ways you know um we worked with some local LA like successful food brands. I don't really want to go into names, but like brands that we worked with in the food space that we're trying to, you know, we help them disrupt the food space here, which LA is such an interesting market because so many tourists and so many people come here. So many celebrities live here. So many influencers live here. So cutting through is hard, but once you cut through, you can move the needle pretty quickly. So we kind of tested our chops on that. And, you know, we were in the sneaker space for a really long time. Um, We worked with a a brand called Shoe Palace, which was a big shoe retailer. And we were thinking of different ways on how to really disrupt there. And then when we went and worked with Adidas, we've done well over 500 projects with Adidas over throughout, you know, last five or six years. We learned a lot on how to always hit with different things so i remember we were launching a a campaign for one of the james harden shoes and normally you'd come up with like one idea and you'd go with it but our whole thing was is we we essentially came up with the campaign with five to seven different touch points and different ideas that hit the consumer in different ways some were funny some were really cool with art some were a flip on how we did the shoe because the interesting part with this campaign is that it was during the playoffs. So I had no access to James. 
So I'm trying to launch his shoe with no access to him. So I had to figure out ways to disrupt the space with the shoe for James in a, a, a circumstance like that without having him. And so I had to just come up with a million different ways. We brought in a lot of influencers. We did a lot of different stuff, but we hit over a course, course of a month, we hit it from so many different directions and uh, it ended up being a really, really successful campaign, which was, which was a lot of fun. Yeah. It certainly sounds like it came with its challenges though. Uh, what are some Definitely. of the biggest challenges that you come across when it comes to functional beverages? You know, when it comes to functional beverages, I think the last, you know, we started working on the functional beverage space heavily about 30 months ago. And when we started on it, there weren't a ton of players. There was players, but there weren't a ton of players. And I think with it now, because we're still, you know, working on some different brands and consulting with some other brands is, wow, it is a, it is a space that has a lot of people in it. And a lot of people are coming in it every day. So once Mm -hmm. again, you have to figure out a way to cut through the clutter. You have to figure out a way to disrupt it differently. You have to really have a point of view and come at it pretty hard. And I I hate to give this point, but you got to be expecting to spend a lot of money on the marketing side of it. Because for you to cut through right now, a lot of people have deep pockets and you got to be ready to play because if you're not, you're going to lose the battle really quickly. Okay, so first step, you need a lot of money. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I would say that for I would say first step is figure out your north star and your point of view and how your point of view can differentiate yourself from the pack. You know, the the energy drink space for example is super duper heavy with New brands, old brands, brands that have been around for a handful of years. There's all these different brands coming at it. And on the functional side, there's now brands that are coming at it with, you know, when when we started working with C4, which was about 30 months ago, they were really one of the first brands that thought of themselves and we really pushed it as a functional energy, a performance energy drink which hadn't really been done because when you looked at Red Bull and Monster and Rockstar, there wasn't really anything performance related in it, except that it had caffeine. But a lot of those were a quick buzz and then, you know, a quick drop. Whereas, you know, what C4 did really well is they created ingredients that gave you that caffeine, but also gave you other ingredients that helped you both in your workout or in your mental state when you are working with a smart energy product. So both products had its its functional benefits. So I think the big thing is, is figuring out your point of view and making sure you know you can differentiate yourself from the pack and then hitting that hard and really showing the world, like putting your stake in the ground and going like, this is us. Okay, and so it sounds like the positioning was key for you then. Positioning super duper duper key. North Star positioning is super duper key. Not everybody is going to have endless uh, checkbooks, and I get that. But you know, but at the same token, I do think that if you're going to try to get into this space right now, 
if financially you're not in a great place, you're, I think it's going to be hard because you'll get swallowed up really, really quickly. Mm-hmm. What would you say are some of the biggest mistakes that brands make? I mean, I think it goes back to these few things that I'm I'm already bringing up, which is first things first, they don't really have a use case that one can see and go, because a lot of people have already, you know, these energy beverages have been around or different functional beverages have been around for so long that they've already kind of picked their winner. So for you to steal them away from their current winner, you better have a point of view that they go, oh, shoot, I got to try that. And you better create marketing that blows them away to go. Because to move a, a consumer away from their current love of Celsius or their current love of of any of these brands, Red Bull or Monster or name any number of them, you're you're gonna it's not gonna be easy to move them away. So you better come with something in your marketing better come with a place that goes, oh shoot, I gotta try that. You know, and I think if you don't do that, you're you're gonna struggle. Mm-hmm. There are a lot of diehards out there. What role does research backed ingredients play? Is that a big deal for consumers? Um the research side of it, I want to say it's a bigger deal. I mean, I think it's one of these things that it can only bite you if you don't do enough research. But I wouldn't say that the majority of consumers are like checking the research, but it can bite you if you say it's something that it's not, it, it really isn't. So you got to be careful there. But like, I think ingredients and claims that have truth to them can be very helpful you know but um i think the if you're going after mass consumption people are really lazy and people aren't probably going to check your research okay (laughs) you know um i'm just thinking about all the different things that go into functional beverages there's Sure. Shape, size, convenience, shelf stability. Yeah, all those things. I mean, what would you say is the most important? I mean, there's a handful of things that are most important, right? If you're a new brand, does your packaging, does your marketing, does your, does your packaging jump off the shelf? Does your bottle size packaging, does it jump off the shelf? Second, as a new brand, does your marketing push somebody to want to try something third if you're doing a lot of sampling which i highly recommend when somebody tries your product do they want to go buy it you know so i think there's a number of different things and then also like talent wise does the talent or celebrity that you have backing your product move the needle for them to want to also try it yeah, I was going to ask you, I have seen so many celebrities get into the health and wellness space. What is going on there? Why are they so interested, you think? I mean, selfishly, the multiplier in this space is really high if, if brands sell. So if they have a piece of the company, they can see a big win there. I think that's one. I think secondarily, from an athlete standpoint, athletes take care of their body really well. 
And if they can find a functional beverage that they actually use, they they can get behind it. I think one of the big things I keep telling brands is when you're looking at talent, make sure it seems authentic. Because if it doesn't seem authentic, consumers at this point can see when somebody's just taking a check. And I find that if it looks like somebody's just taking a check, that's going to come back to haunt you. And you're going to probably waste your money. But if you really have a, a, a celebrity or an endorser that feels authentic, feels real, and, and, and you can create content that makes it seem like they're a real big part of this, it can be real. I mean, it's a game changer. Okay. So what else is going on with you? What's new? What's next? Is there anything that you're excited about? We just started working with an alternative milk brand in the nut milk space. Can't go into too many details yet, but I think that space is super duper interesting. I mean, I I love, you know, I just spent a bunch of time at Expo West and checked out a bunch of new products, innovating products. I just love stuff that's going to move the needle and stuff that like I, I really love and the team really loves. Luckily for me, I'm, you know, we're about 30 people at, at times 10 and it's filled with an, a super eclectic, multicultural group of people that um, we have a blast trying to find new fun things to work on. And, you know, for us, if, if our heart's not in it, it's really hard for us to take on the work. So we really look for products and things that we, we love and are excited to do. And um, our whole goal is just to blow up things that we believe in. And uh, that's a super important part of of what we do every day. But yeah, super excited to just see some of these new projects we have. And then also just like keep seeing new innovations, keep meeting with new business owners and seeing where they're taking brands. I mean, it's a blast. I was also at Expo West. I I should have interviewed you there. (laughs) (laughs) It was uh, it was really cool. It was really cool. Yeah. So before I let you go, you mentioned you have a million followers and yeah. I was actually looking at your, your IG earlier today, doing my research. Uh, you had a nice post about sort of advice for brands to grow their following. What are maybe the top three things that brands and, and people can do to, to grow their following without purchasing them? Yeah. I mean, first things first, it's not easy. These, you know, TikTok, IG, Twitter, all these different platforms right now, when they see the word brand, they want you to spend money with them. So it's hard. So you have to figure out ways to cut through and you have to figure out ways to, at this point, if you're a brand and you're not investing in content, in social media and in kind of the right type of celebrity and influencer marketing, you're going to get passed by. But I also think it's important that people try to understand where it's going because influencer marketing is changing every day because the consumer is so used to it at this point. If they, it goes back to that authenticity. If they think that that, that the person they're following just got a check from a brand, it doesn't matter what that post is. If they don't find it to be something that excites the person they follow or it doesn't bring value when they're explaining the product, it's useless. Handing somebody a can 
or a brand that you have, having them take a photo holding it, and it literally doesn't look like they care. You, it's not, it's, it's almost doing you harm than good. So I think really working with partnerships that feel authentic, investing in content, I think is key. And studying where things are going. I mean, you know, one thing that we've been spending a ton of time on over the last few months on our side is, is AI because we also see where it's going and where it's going to affect everything. And what I try to tell everybody I know is the world's changing rapidly. Don't have old person syndrome and going, that's going to go away or that's not going to change. Learn from where things are changing and and embrace them and try to be on the cutting edge of them. Don't run away from what you're reading. Try to embrace it, learn from it and see how it can help you in, in what you're doing with your brand. Wow, so much stuff to keep in mind. This has been such a fascinating conversation. Thank you for taking the time. I know it's monsoon season there in LA and things are crazy. So I certainly appreciate you uh, sitting down and chat with me today. Blowing up things that he believes in, social strategist and influencer Ben Ricciardi. Thank you so much for joining me here on the Newsforecast. Absolutely. I really enjoyed it. Thanks so much. If you like what you just heard, you can subscribe to the NutraCast wherever you get your podcast. You can also head to NutraIngredients-USA.com for even more Nutra-related content. Thank you for listening. I'm Danielle Masterson. As always, I'll catch you here on the NutraCast next week.